coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 158. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? It's Friday. Yes, it is. Feels it good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. This this week was a long week. Oh my gosh, it was such a long week, and um, you know how bad my week was already. Yeah. I had taxes yesterday. The accountant yesterday. Oh, that's no fun. Oh my ever. gosh. Oh man, I never went to go to that meeting. It's like if it was possible to stop at a bar at 8 a.m. <laughs> in that neighborhood, um, I would do it before I went to the accountant. I hear you. Because hear you. it just makes me a nervous wreck. But the good news is Trump's tax laws. Yes. Okay. I've had one um, return that I've gotten money back in 31 years. Whoa. I, okay, that was last year. It was $100. And I had to pay the state a hundred and nine dollars. So it's kind of a bust. <laughs> yeah. This year I'm getting a return. Wow. Cool. Like a nice decent one. So um, thanks to Trump's tax, you know, reform. And I, I heard all these people all over the internet. It said, you know, people aren't getting money back. This yeah. is worse. I was just gonna you know, say that. Let me tell you. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm getting like a four thousand dollars. Oh, back. nice! Wow. I'm talking a person that's never gotten anything back. Yeah, I had that happen once. I was getting thousands back, and then I realized I did my math wrong. Well, I'm, I'm just <laughs> glad the accountant did it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't. I might yeah. do it wrong. It's his fault but now. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's his fault, and um. I even take out that extra insurance, you know, where they have to go with you, oh. share that um, in case there's a mistake. Right. I want them to go. He said, if you take out the $50 insurance, you don't even have to go. I said, I'm taking it. <laughs> I've been audited before. It's not fun, okay? No, so, I can imagine. That's my story, but, um, you know, and, and, and that is important because one time I did... We paid a tax attorney to do our taxes, and we get audited, and he gets sick. Oh, no. So he can't, and he legitimately gets sick. I'm not saying he was right. faking it. He had cancer. Oh, he didn't geez. have a partner to go with us. That's one reason why I, I use one of the collaborations now. Right. But, you know, and uh, we quit paying him then. I mean, because he what's quit sort of being, what's the sense? Yeah. Now, Michael Cohen, Trump's, they're calling him his fixer attorney, <laughs> you know, and he's, you know, lied to everyone. He's going to in May for right. lying to Congress and probably, I guess, lying to the Mueller team. He's, he's, he's done all sorts of financial crimes. Right. Um, he broke some pain finance laws. And he had that whole taxi cab thing where he was putting those those taxi cab, what do you call them, that are on the top of the taxi cabs in New York? Right. He was like, you pay for them to go on a specific car, kind of like a 
uh, uh, a license plate. You know, that's right. for a car. You can't just go to your house and start, you know, moving them around from car to car. Or your neighbor can't come over and say, you know, can I borrow your license plate for my car? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's kind of the same thing with these taxi cab um Advertising. Yeah, in New York. And, and he was switching them around because you pay like a million dollars a oh. car for this. What? And it's, it's crazy amount of money. But he was he was cheating New York. Okay? Uh. So that's part of what he's going to jail for. What a slimeball. Yeah. He, he's like the typical slimeball lawyer, you know? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So many lawyers like him. We yeah. know that. Now, out here in the in the middle of the country, we've been complaining about you know, lawyers for years. And really, truthfully, the really really good ones do go to the big cities. They're not they're not going to practice law out here in the in the hills, you know, for the hillbillies. But anyway, so when he gets raided his office because they had lots of good stuff. Now, granted, they were after Trump. There's no doubt about it. But they knew they had the goods on Michael Cohen. Right. So they could go into his office, take the files, make him testify. Okay, he had files on all of his clients, not just Trump. They got all those files. So there's no longer attorney-client privilege. Oh. Which is part of what you're paying them cash for. Right. You know, you've got to be able to trust to tell your, your attorney secrets. Right. You know, um, even if you're not guilty, right? You, you know, you might you might say, well, you know, I have a kid that's adopted. He doesn't know it. I don't 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 that. Right. It's no. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, there's there's secrets, and you might say, I really want you to protect that, or you know, I'm just trying to think. So anyway, yesterday, Michael Cohen sues the Trump organization for attorney fees. From the beginning of when he gets in trouble with the feds, <laughs> now he's charging them 1.9 million. At that <laughs> point, the minute they come in and take his files, my argument—and I'm not Trump's attorney—is that you're no longer my attorney. <laughs> I have yeah. no—I don't have any privilege. Yeah. And you know, you're out there saving your own damn neck. You're certainly not out there saving mine. Yeah. And, and nothing could be more true about Michael Cohen than that. Well, I mean, he only tried to save Michael Cohen. We know that. He'd throw his children and his wife under the bus. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of wondering if he's just not trying to pay his legal bills with, uh, uh, you know, getting Trump to pay what he figures Trump owes him. Absolutely, absolutely. And he needs a little jack to leave his wife and kids while he's in prison. For the next three years, or, well, or that four, may even go up. Four, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's going to go up because the fact that he's lied four more times in this <laughs> yeah. second round. But yeah, I say, but he might be protected by none other than Congressman Schiff. Uh, okay, because he met for 10 hours with Schiff before he did this last round of testimony before Congress. Wow, this sounds as corrupt as Canada. I'll tell you how bad it was. I guess that um, 
Michael couldn't just travel from New York to D.C. without special permission. He probably has a lot of ankle bracelet on until he reports to his official time. Schiff went up there four times. They spent a total of 10 hours prepping him for these rounds of, um, of questioning from the House Oversight Committee. Wow, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Nasty. I mean, that smells. Yeah, totally. That, that, that smells like a skunk. Yeah. Yeah, well. And, you know, Schiff, I mean, those eyes bother me. <laughs> the way Schiff looks, you know, he gets those bug eyes going when he starts talking about <laughs> taking Trump's ass down. And I'm, I'm looking at the TV going, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no! You know that's like one of those movies you watch on the weekend when you're dating. You know, oh, save me, honey! <laughs> yeah, that that really stinks of corruption right there. Um, yeah, and the bad thing is, it it stinks. It's immoral. It is unethical. It's, I'm not sure whether it's against the law or not because. This is Congress, not a courtroom. It depends. If he was coached, it's obstruction of justice. Sounds like it to me. Yeah. I hope. I really hope you're right. I now, hope it falls under that category. Did he swear in? Do you swear on an oath? Yes. Before you? Okay. Yes. Yes. This was under oath. What if he refused the oath? You know, that's happened, but people. Plead the, they usually go ahead and swear in, and then they plead the fifth. Now, right. I know you've had that happen last week um, or this earlier week. this week yeah. in Canada. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that at the end for sure. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just yeah. wanted to clarify that. Yeah, because that, it, that's this, a very good question. Because this is a big thing in Canadian news right now is, is the oath. Exactly. So, so yeah. And, you know, just kind of staying on that same line of these court issues, Judge T.S. Ellis. Now, we talked about him before. And, in fact, it was one of our best episodes because we called it, uh, um, I believe we said something about Mueller's Bull. Okay. That was actually the title you gave it. Okay. <laughs> that was Judge T.S. Ellis. And it was in reference to Paul Manafort. Okay. Yeah. Paul Manafort did some bad things. He cheated on his taxes. He lied on a bank um, application, which those are all federal things. They're bad. But Judge T.S. Ellis said, when they first brought it, they said, you don't want Manafort. You're trying to get Trump. You would have never brought this man in here for these violations because it would be a waste of time. He's 69 years old. He did this. It's just our courts are backed up. Right. And, you know, it's not one of those hoo-rah cases that the FBI would take on. Now, a lower court might take it on. Right. And, in fact, the judge wondered why they didn't give it to the lower court. Well, less publicity, of course. Well, yeah, and it also is coming down to the point, or the judge insinuated, even at that time, and that's been about a year ago, that do you have nothing and you just got to charge some people with something? Because 
you, you went after this Russian collision, and maybe it's not there. Yeah, so they go to the search so for something. So you need to, you spent, at that point, it was like $17 million now. It's worth three or four times that. We yeah. haven't even heard a number for a while. You, you, you got to come up with something. Right. Anyway, so Mueller's people and Mueller asked for the maximum sentence for Paul Manafort, who has gotten terribly sick in jail, I, I should add. The maximum sentence would have been around 20 years. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for a crime that, even if he was convicted, most of the time they'd send him home with an ankle bracelet for a couple of years, maybe. Maybe not even that long. Anyway, the judge did not give them what he wanted, what they wanted. He gave him 47 months with nine months of time served. He will probably get um, six months at a halfway house. He'll end up serving about two years, which is really still a little bit too much, but for this kind of crime compared to other people. Right. Now, he is going to be sentenced in another court next week. Word is that this this next judge will give him the max, and this will be real irrelevant. But the stories out there today have me just laughing. The question is, do people with money fare better in the courtroom? Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them don't even make it to the courtroom. I mean, they were wondering why some people are in jail for marijuana. Yeah, well. And, yeah, and, and you're right. Most of the time, something like Manafort wouldn't even have been in the courtroom. Yeah, exactly. But it's against but, Trump. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a world that is controlled more than you think by attorneys. Attorneys don't take cases from some people. They don't take cases unless they're going to make enough money. Okay? Right. And I'm not just saying any money, enough money. Yeah. The good lawyers are only out there waiting to work. I, I shouldn't say good. Talented lawyers <laughs> are out there waiting to work for the rich. They're not pro bonoing it yeah. for even the middle class. You cannot afford these attorneys. Yeah, you pay your retainer. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, in, in Canada, uh, we have the new reparation law that the liberals slipped into the budget. In the passing of the budget. Yeah. You know, how, how those two went together, I don't really know, but it got passed. That's ethical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so companies like SNC-Lavalin can pay massive fines and totally get off scot-free from any criminal charges. Yeah. And massive fines don't mean squat to them. Yeah. And and well, you know, and at least in Canada, it sounds like you can charge a company with criminal yes. offense. Um, we really don't do that here. And in fact, uh, during a couple of oil spills, uh, especially that last BP one, that one that was down right. um, um, by Louisiana, right? That was questioned. Can you really? in the United States, file criminal charges against a company. And what are you going to do to them if you win? 
you, you know, also during the banking crisis, you know, you had um, Bank of America, Wells Fargo. I mean, Bank of America had written up two and three loans on one house so that the people would default. Mm-hmm. Now, how much more money could you get? And, you know, we couldn't take them down criminally because we really don't have that written in. No, you can take them down criminally for sure. This uh, this SNC in loan, yeah, this right? was this was uh, basically dealing with Gaddafi when uh, the world had all kinds of embargoes against um, Libya. Right. So you weren't even supposed to be talking to this guy when they were basically uh, bribing his son. Two million dollars, or just shy of two million, was spent on booze and parties and women. Thirty grand went to just sex for the guy. Wow, wow, he must be a sex addict. But they ended up um, basic. Well, there's some speculation that that involved human trafficking. Sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, with a bill of thirty grand. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, uh, some very very shady. in Libya get paid that much. Well, they ended up frauding the Libyan government or companies out of Libya. I'm not even sure where the money came from, but it was well over a hundred million dollars. Wow. So, if you steal ten bucks in Canada, you're going to go to prison. But uh, you know, if you steal a hundred million, you can just pay your way out. Exactly. Do people with money do better in court? Some don't even make it there. Even in Canada. Yep. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty sad. Well, that is sad. I've got kind of a happier note here. Okay. Have you heard of Jexodus? No. I love it. Sounds like a band. Started. Yeah. (laughs) Started by uh, Jeff Balaban. That even sounds, that's a cool name, isn't it? Yeah. Jews are exiting the Democratic Party. Yeah. You know, they feel like the Democratic Party has lost the law for them. Yeah, with Omar? This Jew uh, left a long time ago. I never got there. (laughs) Omar, yeah. I mean, they are allowing her to be an anti-Semitic congresswoman. She has given speeches to care. She has ties to what appears to be terrorists. I think they're scared of her. We have some same politicians exactly like her. More than one. This is terrible. And, you know, most Jews vote Democratic. I don't think they will anymore. They've basically been given the middle finger. Well, her the, the excuse we're seeing up here in Canada is that uh, she went against Israel, not the Jews. Well, and, and in one sense, she did go against Israel, but she also went against the Jews. And she's made anti-Semitic statements, or she is anti-Semitic. I don't really want her to apologize, because it would be insincere. But my, she needs to be off of the committee, the Foreign Relations Committee, because she's got security clearance. Do you think that she would not give that information to one of the groups she's she's friendly with. Yeah, exactly. And That's a scary thought. She's friendly with our 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 terrorists. Why did Nancy put her on that in the first place? Because I think Nancy has dementia. <laughs> because that was damn stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Remember back in December when Stephen King said something really ignorant about 
white nationalist. It really didn't even seem racist to me. He was asking a question, a stupid question, and I, I believe he said some fringy weird things in the past. But he lost, He was, first of all, censored. And then, <laughs> remember, the Republicans were in control then. Right. And this was one of their own guys. And they took him off of all of his committees, and they basically shunned him. He keeps trying to get back on his committees. And a couple of the committees that he was on were those stupid ones that nobody cares about anyway. Right. You know? Nobody wants to serve on because they don't get any damn air time. Exactly. And they, they knocked him off. She got nothing. They wrote this this anti-bigotry bill. And 23 Republicans said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I am not going to vote for it. Not because they don't they believe in bigotry, it's because this is not right and we need her not to have security clearance. Yeah. Yeah. Um She's well. dangerous. I she I'd is say. friends with the woman that loves Sharia law. Now you gotta remember, Sharia law means women get caned to death and get their clitorises clipped off. Yeah. Okay? Among many other things. Here's what I don't understand. Uh, they're leaving their countries because they're oppressed and, and uh, you know, putting up with all, all the problems that the religion brings down on women. They get to your country and then they try to change it to be exactly the same? What the hell? I heard the hammer go off on a tangent on that very thing last night. You, you want your law to go back. That. I, yeah, I mean... Why do you come here and want to bring what you were running from? Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. And on the same line, we have, remember mm. Congresswoman Rashida Talab? The She's mouth? She's the one that shared. Yeah. yeah, the mouth, the naughty mouth. <laughs> you know? Actually, I, 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 I don't want this. Maybe I won't even say it, but... I didn't know women like her would say that, but anyway, what she did say was she told her son, of all things, the last thing I would do is say this to my son, that they were going to impeach the mother effer. When she got <laughs> to be a congressperson, she was going to walk in there and her first year and she was going to do that. Well, she still, in her mind, believed single-handedly that she could do that. Okay. Because she says that she will have the articles of impeachment for Trump ready by Sim. <laughs> All righty then. I, hers is the only one theirs. Wow. Now, I meant to look this up, and I'll look it up before next week when we... Um, what is the approval rating now of Congress? Last time I checked, it was 16%. <laughs> okay. You know, I bet my bottom dollar that it's down about 10% now. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. And, 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 and people are stupid. You know, I don't even like to use that word, but sometimes you have to use it. Did your mother ever say, and this might be a hillbilly country saying, you know, don't cut off your nose to spite your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I grew it's up that too. stupid. Yeah. Okay. Well, the DNC chairman, Perez, has cut his nose off 
to spike his face, he's out there running around without a nose because he's an idiot. <laughs> he said no Democrat will debate on Fox News or Fox News will not be involved in any of the Democratic primary votes. Now, wow. remember, Fox News has more viewers, both Republican and Democrat, than the other two major cable news networks combined. Fox News has more viewers than any other channel on cable. The only wow. thing that comes close is Hallmark on the weekends and HGTV and a couple of those shows. Uh, but they're never up against them. They've never beat them. Right. So all day long. So you mean to tell me for his candidate, who, who I might add, already have had a record number of interviews on Fox News, you know, as, as Democrats go, because, you know, the Clintons aren't involved. Yeah. <laughs> Clintons wouldn't go on there. Um, they know they need it. He has just cut that audience off. <laughs> I guess he knows they can't convince them. Yeah, well, something very similar has happened in Canada. Uh, it was announced a few weeks ago that uh, the liberals would make sure that they would filter what people saw for, you know, on social media and stuff. So everything would be real and nothing would be fake, which, man, that that just rings all kinds of alarm bells right there. Yesterday, they announced that uh, they won't be allowing any sort of political ads during election time. Well, how, how do you reach the people? Especially the ones, well, you know, older people. Well, I mean, older people vote. Based um, on the TV. They're, they're much more, well, yeah, they're very committed voters. I, I mean, I, I assume they are in Canada. I think the reason there being is that anything that is going to be said about the liberals is not going to be good. So they're just <laughs> Gonna shut the tap off. Yeah, no people are really, really stupid. So, yeah, we've had there was a few people that uh, testified in front of the justice committee, which is a total joke, um, because there's seven liberals and four opposition party on the on the count on the justice committee. So anything they vote on, of course, is totally one sided to the liberals. Sure. So. Yeah, so Gerald Butts, that's his uh, former secretary, uh, Trudeau's former secretary that resigned last week or the week before. And, and he testified, right? He okay. testified, but they, he refused to take an oath. Hmm. Yeah, I know, I know. It makes you scratch your head and go, okay, well, that means you're going to lie. So the yeah. opposition on the Justice Committee said, uh, no, we want you to take an oath. And that was voted down by the Justice Committee. Uh, two other people, yeah, two other people, the Deputy um, Attorney General and uh, I think it's Bill Werner mm -hmm. also testified. The same thing, they wouldn't, do an, wouldn't take an oath as well. Um, they, the Justice Committee also asked for the... All the documents regarding anything that was uh, discussed by Jody Wilson-Reibold in the case. And uh, all of those things were voted down. So it looks like they're just sweeping the whole thing under the rug. Yeah. So, you know, I, like I, I was hoping, really, really hoping that Trudeau 
uh, would blame the whole scandal on Gerald Butts, his his former secretary. Then we could have had headlines like Trudeau fingers Butts. <laughs> That's a good one for a Friday. I like that. Yeah. Well, I got something else, a little on the lighter side. It, it's oh, good. How, yeah, it's how politics work. Okay, it's kind of in like a poetry kind of thing. So oh, here he goes. I told my son, you will marry the girl I choose. He said, no. I told him that it's Bill Gates' daughter. He said, okay. So I called Bill Gates and I said, I want your daughter to marry my son. Bill Gates said, no. I told Bill Gates, my son is the CEO of the World Bank. Bill Gates said, okay. So I called the president of the World Bank and asked him to make my son CEO. He said, no. I told him my son is Bill Gates' son-in-law. He said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And that's how politics works. That's exactly how it works. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Well, we can agree on that. Oh, absolutely. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey. All in this together, I think. Some of us are. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone. 